Move Imperial, Imperial College London, this is Movecast. season two of our Movecast, which is now a podcast. So again, I don't know if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple. Um, we are going to speak about well-being and mental health. So today on the panel um, are our usual ladies. So we've got um, Mel Steingas, who's, who is our sports development officer. And we've got Helen Barr, who is our active lifestyle um, instructor. So today, as mentioned, we're going to talk about well-being and mental health. So um I'll just start with what is mental health and mental well-being. So this is from Mind, who are a mental health charity. So mental health is not just the absence of mental disorder. It is defined as a state of well-being in which every individual realises his or her own potential, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to her or his community. Um, so that's what they define as um as mental health so I think today's um today's podcast will be maybe a little bit hard to hear sometimes depending on on the questions and stuff but I think is um with the recent um goings on in the news um and with people who have been in lockdown for so long I think it's a really good opportunity to speak about well-being and mental health um so Question to the panel. So, um, Helen, I'll start with you. Um, what do you think mental health and well-being is and how do you kind of I know they cross over the same, but how would you describe what they are? Um, well, I think um, obviously, as you've um, said from reading that little um, paragraph from Mind, um, I think obviously, you know, mental health and well-being go hand in hand. So it's just trying to look after yourself you know like what's going on in your mind as well as looking after your overall well-being so that's just not like you know um what your nutrition's like what your sleep's like your daily habits that you have um so I think yeah they kind of go yeah hand in hand um and I think it's very important that obviously like you said with today's situation um and the current situation that we're in with the pandemic that it's really important that you know we're able to talk about our thoughts and our feelings um more than ever not that it hasn't been important but I think in today's society um it's getting more and more um normal to be able to talk about um this this sort of stuff that we're going to talk about today perfect um thank you for that Helen and Mel the same to you um mental health mental well-being um yeah so i i would say obviously we all have mental health um and we all have different i guess uh continuum of mental health so i think some people will be maybe have a mental illness or some people might be like mentally healthy um and then i think so I think that's that kind of, you know, that, that kind of continuum of where you can be on that, just like if you had um, like physical health, for instance. So we're all on that same spectrum. Um, so you could have a broken leg at one stage and you could be like fully fit running marathons like Lisa on the other stage. <laughs> so I think there's that whole that I think that's the health side is yeah. kind of diagnosis side. And and then I think the mental well-being is all those things we can do to keep our mental health um strong and and you know up there in that, that other that good continuum so i think i think 
a lot of people sometimes don't realise there's the two. And like um, Helen said, they're so interlinked. And I think what we're learning about more now is those different ways that we can increase our mental health by um, those things that those mental well-being things like going for a walk or talking to friends or mindfulness. So I think I think it gets muddled sometimes. um, But then also some people who might have a mental mental illness in mental health, ill mental health, their mental well-being is very different to someone maybe who is on the other end so I think it's it can get quite confusing um but they're so interlinked and I think when you take some bits away of your mental well-being your mental health is then affected absolutely yeah perfect thank you for that and just going on to the you mentioned around mindfulness um Mel so we um at Move Imperial we have um just designed and launched a well-being program um called the Move More program um and we you know we we understand that well-being isn't just around losing weight or becoming fitter it's around um, the five ways of well-being so for those who don't know this is connect physical activity learn new skills give to others and mindfulness and there's probably quite a few people that don't know what the five ways of well-being are and how they can help you kind of in in your life um everyday situation so um Question to the panel, and Mel, uh, sorry, Helen, I'll start with you. So, has your mental health ever been affected? Um, if so, why? And how did you deal with this? Um, well, obviously, you know, the current situation we're in with the pandemic, etc. Yeah. I think, you know, my mental health, they don't take a turn for the worse, but I think it just kind of, you know, when you, like Boris, when he, made the announcement about not going home for Christmas etc you know that had a big impact on my mental health not being able to go home Mm. see my family have like the normal traditional Christmas that you would have um and I think you know with lots of things happening in the world today um social media etc I think that kind of has had an impact on my mental health and the way I've dealt with it actually is from um a uh, previous um, episode that we've done talking about obviously social media etc yeah. is that I started to um, <clears throat> take time out from my phone so like I'll have time out like in the evening from all my social media so I'm not on it for like in the week two hours I'll take away and then on the weekend I'll take I don't know five I think it's five hours away from just social media so I'm not on my phone okay. not having to look at what's happening in the news, what's happening on Instagram, what's happening on Facebook, Twitter, etc. And then I started to um, write like a little diary of like how I'm feeling every day, you know, just so I could put like my thoughts and feelings down on a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, kind of get it off my chest. Like I know like all my friends, uh, the girls that I live with, you know, we're open, like we talk about loads of different things, Mm -hmm. but it's just nice to have a little something every day to see, you know oh was this day good did I have a rubbish day that yeah. day um so that's kind of how um like I've dealt with obviously you know the current situation that we're in and just to help my own mental health and just lots of reading as well in the evening to take away obviously screen time on my phone yes um, that's a really good idea about like writing down how you feel because 
you know, I think there's a bit of a stigma around, there is definitely stigma around mental health at the moment. And to write it down how you feel is quite a big thing for you to see that, how you feel, as opposed to yeah. just going, oh, I just feel a bit rubbish today. Why do you feel rubbish? And I think that's a really good point of writing it down. Um, yeah. Mel, the same, the same question to you. So um, has your mental health ever been affected? If so, how? And how did you deal with this? Um, yes, it definitely has. I think obviously lockdown I think January February when we were definitely in the yes. steps of lockdown <laughs> four was it oh, I don't know um absolutely yes and I think that's because your your usual kind of those mental well-being things you usually have in place like your support networks your routine yeah. sport were all taken away so absolutely like you know there were there were times where you'd you'd get upset and you, you would just feel so low and you couldn't mm. actually attribute why you're feeling like that um yeah. and I think for me what was really important was setting the goalposts of okay this weekend I'm going to organize to go see my friend and we're going to go for a walk you know because yeah. we're well to do that so for me what was really helpful was having those things in the diary and then they were really yeah. small things yeah. like walk but it <laughs> I take away coffee maybe but it was just like having like things to look forward to um yeah. and I know that's changed from what we used to have to look forward to um so that was a big one for me and I think also like having I think there's a there's a book it's like the unexpected joy of the ordinary and actually just yeah. going out um ordinary things and just like taking time to appreciate them or actually it is really nice so you may take a little bit longer to like have your breakfast and just be like oh I'm not rushing around this is actually quite nice yeah Going for a walk and being like look at the sunset so pretty um yeah. just trying to appreciate things more I think really helped um and also because you had so much more time I think yeah. for me that was yeah, really definitely like just to be like what am I going to fill my time with so I think mm -hmm. just having a structure or trying to create a structure and not and you know not being like hard on yourself if you don't necessarily stick to it um so I think that was a big one for me um it was just kind of being kind to myself and being like I'm going to do this because I want to do that today but if I don't feel like doing that that's also okay if I just sit down and watch Netflix so yeah trying to be definitely. kind yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think kind of, oh, go on, Lisa. Oh, no, go on, Helen. I was just going to say, I think, like, with the whole, um, you know, last year into this year, and like Mel said, all the time that we've had off, I actually think it kind of makes you look at things differently as well. Like, for me, like, exercise is basically my life. Like, obviously, it's my job, it's what I do in my spare time, and it's actually realising that it's okay to have a rest day to not be able to exercise. Yeah. And usually if you're in normal everyday life, you just keep going and keep going and keep going. I think it's just like Mel said, appreciating like the little things. If you don't want to, you know, I don't know, if you want chocolate, have the chocolate, you yeah. know, like there's no pressure to be like, like kind of not beat yourself up about it, but just, you know, just be like, oh, yeah. well, I have that, then I can't have it like the next day or the next day or whatever. And I think, I think I've learned a lot actually, to be fair over this, like, over this whole situation as well to just mm. you know think about how other people are feeling not just myself to help others yeah. as well because there's lots of people who are in you know worse situations than what I am and it's just kind yeah. of and what they're going through as well 
Yeah, I think the I know we've I think Mel touched on it earlier, and I think we did mention this um before in one of the podcasts we did about having a routine and it is really easy to get out of a routine, but it is quite easy to have a routine as well. And I think like you said, if you want that bit of chocolate, have that bit of chocolate, nothing's gonna bad gonna happen. Like, you know, the world's not gonna end. Um, and I think we are probably quite harsh on ourselves that, right, we need eight hours of sleep. We need to drink two litres of water. We need to exercise for 30 minutes. I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, even if you go for a two minute walk, you've gone for a two minute walk, you know. And I think mm-hmm. when when Mel said appreciating stuff, there's there's some people that haven't been able to go for a walk for a year. And, and I mean, if, you, if that's something you can do, then great. Um, so just going on to kind of the and and Helen, you've already touched on it actually about how do you think sport and exercise has an effect on your mental health and well-being? Um, so I've just finished a workout uh, from yeah. the day, so I feel yeah. like I've got you know I'm ready for the day. Um, yeah, got all those endorphins flowing. Um, and I just think, like Mel touched back with, it's the fact that obviously when you know your sport, whatever you love, gets taken away, yeah, it has an impact on your mental health. But for me, it's been my way of releasing that stress, being able to do something like even if it's just going out for a walk. Like yesterday, I felt really cooped up in the house, and I was mm-hmm. like, I just need to get out just to go for a walk and yeah. to just get some fresh air, etc. Um, so for me, and I think a lot of others will say the, set, uh, say the same, is that just being able to, you know, go outside, do your exercise, etc., has a really positive impact on your uh, mental health and your well-being as well. Um, so, so, yeah, like if you can go out for a walk and, you know, we've got loads of information on our Move Imperial Instagram, stress busting videos, if you want to do some of them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, for me, sport has been my life and it's kind of been my saviour for the whole of this lockdown as well. And without it, I think my mental health would have completely gone downhill mm. if I wasn't able to go out and do the things that I'm able to do yeah perfect thank you and Mel the same for you so how do you think sport and exercise has an effect on your on mental health and well-being um well I think obviously there's we should touch on how you know it impacts the physiology of us anyway and just all the benefits you get from whether your brain your cardiovascular all those benefits you get from exercise which you can't deny has a positive impact on on you as a like how you feel like mm-hmm. emotionally the chemicals going around your system I think you you can't get that I don't think otherwise and I think that's such a big impact so just those things I think are really beneficial um I think for me the exercise on my well me personally I find it as a, an opportunity to think of like to stop thinking if that makes yeah. sense especially when you're in the same place working in this like same especially if you're in a smaller room or mm. house I think it allows you to just stop thinking and just focus yeah. on focus your attention on your body so you know I need to move like this I need to do this and you don't get distracted and that's why I think sport specifically is so great especially team sport because you know you're accountable to the people around you if you're especially the team you're accountable to the coach saying something you can't yeah 
if you had a stressful day, you can't then, you know, be distracted in that moment. So I think it's great distraction and a great break and it allows you to compartmentalize any stresses you have and yeah. then you can look at them again with a fresh set of eyes and I think that's been really difficult at the moment for people who are in sports teams and mm. they haven't had that opportunity to do that um because they aren't allowed to so I think it's it's great but it's also still not there because they they still don't get those benefits I think being around other people but for me it's that whole kind of okay this is my time to do something now um, yeah. and distraction now go back at to what I'm looking at fresh set of eyes so that's what I would say the distraction. yeah I I really agree with around the when you're exercising you don't think of anything else apart from your body or how long you've got left or what pace you're running at or what you know if, if you've done a netball drill how many drills you've got left to do and I that's a I don't think you ever think of it like that until you finish exercising and then you think oh god I didn't actually think about work for 20 minutes so that's I think that's really really good way of looking at that um so Helen the last um kind of question to you is what would your three top tips be for um healthy well-being um or healthy mental well-being um well I feel like my main top one is just speak to somebody, you know, just have a conversation with somebody. I know it's in the media a lot of the time, you know, around the stigma of men's uh, mental health. Um, it's just pick up the phone, you know. If you're having a bad day, just drop someone a text, see how they're doing, um, because you never know, you actually might be saving somebody's life from just asking if somebody's okay. Yeah. Um, second one is... Um, start journaling you know if you've got a notebook or something just journal um down there's so many people i think are starting to do this one quite a lot just because we've got more time in our hands it's just you yeah. know again like i do i write how write in how i feel what i've done with my day and then you know i can look back at it and see and my third one is go out and get some exercise you know um now that the days are getting lighter we're not getting as much rain um mm -hmm. you know go out do something even if it's just a five minute walk around the park getting hitting ten thousand steps um so yeah those are my three top tips perfect thank you sound very good um, and mel what would your um three top tips be um definitely connect so yeah. take on that well-being is connecting with others whether that's virtually like we are at the moment or in person I think that's so important you know how you feel and that doesn't have to be connecting with someone you know it can be connecting with like a community group online so like yeah. you get groups online like social media groups you know you can get a massive connection there I definitely think that's so so important um the second one would be just kind of maybe on that mindfulness end it's just like notice um take time to notice or take, take time to pause um this is one i really like and i don't i've just fallen in love with clouds recently just like the sky the sunsets okay. i just think so you know on a walk you're like oh my god the sky is so beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i don't know if it's you know there's this like quote it was like keep your head in the clouds to keep your feet on the ground and I think it just keeps you so grounded when you know things um and then the last one would definitely be just you know exercise physical just taking time for yourself um wh whether that's pilates yoga going for a long run anything that gets you physically active 
Yeah, I think I think all of those are really, really good points. And just on around what you said, Mel, about, you know, even if you speak to someone. So Imperial College have a really good uh, mental health resources um, and they have um, with the student counselling as well. So, yeah, they're they're really, really good. But um, thank you for joining us today, ladies. Um, I think if again, if, if any of you have been listening to this, have been affected by mental health, again, please talk to people, um, go through Imperial College counselling services and, and anything online there's some really really good resources um so thank you ladies thank you thank you you can now find all of our episodes on spotify and apple podcasts and you can follow the move imperial team on instagram at move.imperial and on twitter at move imperial <laughs>